welcome to Cassandra Explains It All, a podcast where we take a magnifying glass to all of our treasures from the past. This is the ultimate nostalgia podcast episode, I feel like. I mean, I can definitely attach pictures of us in poetry class or poetry club. Oh, hell yeah. Um, <laughs> to, okay. to this from the yearbook. Yeah. Nice. I forgot that I was in that, I guess. So. <laughs> It was kind of a farce because we created the club and then took the like photo of it for yearbook and then it disbanded after one right. meeting. Right. Yes, I remember that. That was good. <laughs> we had a good run. Pretty epic uh, yearbook picture though because everybody in it is just really cool. Like, really cool <laughs> yeah. people. That kid plays trumpet. Oh, that nice. kid was definitely in like six bands. You know, like they're all just super awesome people. That's cool. I want to see that pic. I got I, my yearbook's uh, back home, so I got to... Oh yeah. 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 And just like, we're both from Florida and I guess that's a good segue. I, of course, were reviewing or not reviewing, I was watching your movie Nulo that you wrote, starred and directed, Yeah, which is fantastic and amazing. Yeah, thanks. I, a, I mean, I do have a lot of questions about like the process of deciding to do that but okay. essentially just for people who haven't seen it wendell is a neurotic 20 something with no future vicky is a oh dirty <laughs> mean bartender who's dating wendell their relationship is based on mutual lack of ambition and cleanliness and most refined uh sorry and the most refined <laughs> thing they so do see- together is go to art galleries for free food Mm-hmm. as somebody who eats out of a dumpster personally adam i appreciated that oh, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well not anymore but like in venice represent. to be clear oh, yeah totally dumpster yeah. Diver. sorry so when joanna a nice stable social worker invites wendell to a meeting with one of her many activist groups he suddenly yeah. feels like he might be capable of doing something worthwhile after all so and that came out in 2011 or, that's not right is that right 2011 no 2010 uh, yeah, it came out on, uh, yeah, like streaming on in 2011. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like kind of a classic love story, but it verges on this Florida project territory, which I thought okay. was so interesting. And the whole time, I'm, the writing is so tight and it's so funny that you're kind of, you get lost in that. Um, but in the back of my head is constantly, are all of these little environmental things that the more respectable character- Joanna, like, that's Joanna. Sorry, Joanna. <laughs> it's, it's like, is that just to be funny? Or is this like your sneaky way of trying to bring awareness to some of these causes? Oh yeah. Like there's so many layers going on in this movie. <laughs> couldn't really all right i appreciate that to be thinking that i was laughing when you were doing the description of uh or the plot description just because that's like i made this movie when i was 23 and i wrote that description when i was 25 or whatever so it's just a 25 year old writing a description about his movies makes me kind of chuckle um I'm, i'm 36 now the reason why i wanted to make it was i just wanted to make something that was like completely me and something I hadn't like seen before. So I just really liked lived in Gainesville at the time. And I really liked the like punk community there and like the activism community there. And I, that to me is like a special thing about Gainesville. And I wanted to, I don't know if it's still like that, by the way, I've heard there's a lot of trans been a lot of transformation, but it's always kind of got that funky granola mm-hmm. town vibe. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to, I knew that I, I knew that I lived in a, place that was special because i've lived in places that are not special 
in Orlando. I lived in Orlando. I went to UCF for two years before I like moved to Gainesville and uh, I just hated it and it felt very like personality-less. Yeah. So when I moved to Gainesville, I was like, oh my God, this is like such a cool town. It's like Portlandy or whatever. Um, and I just loved riding my bike around there and like taking advantage of these cool spaces that, that like DIY people had made in Gainesville. And I, I wanted to make something. I was kind of doing that in, in college, like making shorts and stuff and uh, just realize, you know, like getting it more and more into movies and realizing that was like what I wanted to do. And, uh, and I wanted to, I, I just I wanted to like make actually to be honest I wanted to make a Woody Allen movie I just really started liking Woody Allen um because I was doing like dating you know I was like I was I was going on more dates basically and I was I was I'm <laughs> stupid like I was a stupid kid and I didn't know what I was doing so it, I was always having these like romantic things and so I was just get I got into Woody Allen around the same time because I, I was like oh it's kind of like you know it was like an uh, artsy Seinfeld thing which I like grew up on so I just I don't know I really loved Woody Allen movies and uh I still like some of them, yeah. um, even though apparently there's a documentary, by the way, <laughs> coming out uh, <laughs> in, like on Friday or something like that. That's uh, like a big expose about him. And... Every time I talk about somebody on my podcast, like literally a week later, the expose comes out. It was like <laughs> the first really... was Shia LaBeouf. Then Wait, it was you... Marilyn oh, Manson. Right, right, right. And every time it's like, I really love them. I wish we would <laughs> see them more like cut to. Yeah. <laughs> and you post the you post the episode like later yeah. so it like comes out like it comes out like the same day as the news breaks it's awful nice. yeah. um yeah so like i'm sure this will sound great in a week uh but i love woody allen and, yeah. uh, <laughs> um he's great i think everything he does is great no i'm just kidding um no, but, but you're right. It's so niche, like to yeah. that, to that area, or even just, that's what I loved about your, both your films was that feels, um, I like to watch something where even if it's a classic story, you feel immediately immersed in these people's lives and where they are and the world's already fully developed. Oh, so cool. it's yeah, like, I completely agree. I love that. Yeah, and it's to like the it starts off like the opening scene. You already have an entire vibe of this whole town, but as you go through the movie, you learn that Wendell works at you know a media store, like basically a rental a VHS yeah. rental store. Mm -hmm. So I think all of my audience would definitely get a kick out of that. Like they would yeah. love that. <laughs> You're not going to see that anymore. This had to be totally. like right on the verge of not being able to make that. Yeah, hundred percent. Right? Totally. Totally. Um, yeah, I worked at that video store in college. Um, yeah, it was like my favorite job ever. Because like not a lot of people would come in and the selection was amazing. It's DVDs too. It was called Video Rodeo. And so like I'd just be chilling and I'd be like have this amazing library of interesting movies and stuff like that that I would just like put on. Somebody would come in and be like, what's up? We'd do like a little exchange and then they leave. And also it was like a profit sharing place. Like it was a cool Gainesville place, you know, yeah. uh, Roger Beebe was a professor there and he I ended up being a producer on my second movie paperback actually um but he owned it wow uh, so yeah it was I loved be I loved being able to like show all these places and and I really love that in movies too actually that that sense of place and to me like I don't know that's like that kind of stuff is more important than a plot like a plot that keeps you engaged I think in a lot of ways or like just like showing something new yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Showing it from a different perspective, a different dynamic. That because you know the guy versus girl, or you know picks 
between two girls. Like, it's a tale as old as time. You haven't seen it from these characters' perspective before, you know? It's very raw and real. It was a trip, though. (laughs) I'll I'll cut this out. But, like, it was a trip to see Jamie (laughs) like that when... Or to me, she wasn't like that in real life. Like, no, I no. think she's so poised and yeah. perfect and wonderful. I was just like, whoa, this is so fucking weird, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, great, I though. Mean, you could, I feel like you could totally keep that, that in, by the way. You don't need okay. to. Okay. Um, unless you feel, like, weird about it. But, um, no, Jamie, yeah, I mean, she's obviously not, like, playing herself. It was based yeah. on, like, w- uh, women that I, like, dated when I was like a couple women that I dated in college, like, you know, like punk girls and stuff. Yeah. Jamie was a girl that we went to high school with and she was my girlfriend in uh, senior year of high school. And the, literally the nicest person on the planet. A, yeah. Yeah. She's um, yeah. She's not like the character. She's yeah. like, <laughs> really goofy and, and sweet and kind of uh, yeah, she's, she's great. But uh, she, I don't know. She wants to, you know, she's an actress out here. She lives in LA too, actually. One of the challenges with the movie, I guess, was like, because I made it, the movie, you should, we should definitely, I always try to warn people that it was made for $2,000. That's amazing. uh, Yeah. Well, thanks. Um, Yeah. It was kind of like that. There was an air. It was, it's definitely like you were saying, it's like the end of, it's kind of a specific era. Cause it was like, um, well, like, when video stores were still a thing it was before smartphones it was before hd video camera stuff that was like accessible for um consumers we shot this movie on a dvx a panasonic dvx which is a standard definition movie and or camera rather and um but that's what like what like the the first like couple of seasons of like it's always sunny were shot on that too Something like that, or maybe it was just like that pilot they they made. But it was like a that was a big deal as a camera because it was like it was the first time it digital video just did not look cinematic at all until that basically that camera and a couple others that were similar um, or probably from around the same like generation. But yeah, it was this new thing. It was what was available. It was what I learned on and shot student films on. It doesn't look like film. You know, you could easily point it out. I think that Spike Lee movie Bamboozled is shot on it. And that, that's very like gorilla, low budget. <laughs> that's looking. so funny. It's funny you say that because I imagine what I was trying to think of like your process of what you must have like done to make this movie. I think I'm picturing like Bowfinger. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> yeah, I did. I watched it recently, actually. It's a lot like that, actually. <laughs> that's all i can picture yeah yeah totally. I mean, um, like how did you get that? that's what i was curious like how did you get that video store so that makes more sense now oh yeah like, okay. well i wrote it because so like another thing that was happening around that time that was a really big deal actually back then was mumblecore do you know what that is Mm-mm. it's like have you heard of the puffy chair it's like a duplass brothers movie and they no. have really lo- they're really low budget indie movies that um okay well, like they were like no budget indie movies. Greta Gerwig is from like the Mumblecore generation of indie filmmakers. And they were really cheap looking, but they had like a DIY or they had like a um, certain style or whatever that where the movies were interesting and they were like well done. They were well acted or written or kind of like well observed. Um, so they ended up their Mumblecore movies started playing at bigger festivals. Um, these are like movies made by like 20 somethings and like brooklyn or austin or a place like like some somewhere like that that are just like kind of relationship movies or simple things and one of the tenets of those of that like 
era was like using what you had and just like trying to make a movie that was real and like from you and and all that and um and i when i was in school i wasn't in like film school or anything um but i i was in like the digital video classes and stuff like that that's how i made shorts and um and it was all just like with no crew uh, or like a one one or two people and um no money and like it, you know with film school stuff you get like real productions kind of and um but i didn't have that so i i just the only way i knew how to make stuff was with this dv mini dv camera the standard definition thing uh and a crew of like two people with of like friends basically so so yeah i wanted to make a movie before i moved to la i wanted to like kind of make because i saw these mumblecore movies i was like fuck i can make a feature film that's awesome and uh, for no money you know so i um i had done a short that was the movie is adapted from um that was 40 minutes it that was like a summer project i had in in college and um, okay yeah and and that was like well received and so I, tur- I turned it into a feature, um, but I wrote it like knowing I was going to make it immediately. I graduated college, wrote the movie, and then like went back and, and shot it. And uh, so I real like I wrote it only with places that I knew I could get, and I knew I could or I I didn't know I could get it. Well, like yeah, like since I worked at that video store, it was accessible. There were some parts like that. There's like a scene, quick scene in a bar, the the one that she, uh, the Vicky character works at. That yeah. was like, I just had to call and like, I got, I got some no's and then I finally got a yes from a guy and we shot while it was open. And uh, yeah, it just like. Yeah, that's a, that's a good looking crazy. scene too. Oh, um, okay. That, yeah, I was wondering that. It's like, you probably don't have to deal with trying to get a lot of permits in Florida. Well, depending where you are. I mean. No. Well, I mean, part of it is like being young and then like, it's a call. Like you could definitely like gorilla shoot. Right. If you're not in LA or New York or like, right. I guess maybe a major city might make, might be. Every time I drive through the Midwest, I'm just like, why are there not people out here making felt independent films? Like <laughs> totally. it's just so much beautiful cool. land. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Well, maybe there are, you know, more than like yeah because there's a lot of fucking movies i wouldn't know because i don't watch anything that came out you know after 1999 so besides this apparently (laughs) Uh, oh i'm honored what's crazy is that like i don't want to really get off of this movie but i okay so i feel like normally when an artist is given only you know like a small budget and you're kind of backed into a corner that's when you're going to see the best work from them as a rule but with your next movie i'd actually would argue that it's so much better not so much better but like it's so I like it better it's so good like because I had to watch it while I was working and every time I would have to go back to like working I'm like so irritated and like go back to my phone like come on I gotta finish this movie it's so good like oh that's funny thank you and you can tell that the cinematography is different and maybe even like stylistically a little bit different yeah I mean that 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 second movie I I that's like such a companion piece to that to the first one like just because it's like another thing in Gainesville where I'm like trying to show the city and I'm trying to shoot around town I'm trying to give it like a something that kind of feels like it's like a zine or something like that you know what I'm saying like kind of Xerox but it's not Xeroxed of course it's that that's like a major 
that'd be like really extreme but i wanted it to have gra- like film grain i kind of wanted it to look i liked the gr- the grainy weirdness of my first movie as like a because it's like punk um punk movie yeah, uh, like, like a, a movie it has that like aesthetic and stuff so i was like oh that looks really cool i want to try to like try another give it give it another approach and see what that would look like with yeah it, it definitely with has a weird not weird results. but like it definitely has it's a weird. feel that you can hold on to like it oh thanks yeah it's very real man riding your bike home in that hot ass humid heat at 3 a.m listening to the pixies drunk kind of feeling you yeah know? totally if i can capture something like or like anything close to that that's like that, that makes me feel good for sure <laughs> well the, the bike ride it's all the bikes man it's very triggering oh, yeah. watching your films i'm just like oh this is just taking me back i i miss bike riding i can't really ride where i am uh, like not in the same way where you like get on your bike and just go to like some place in the city yeah. like i can't do that where i am now and like um yeah it's i miss it too it's tough. yeah i love fuck, dude after living everywhere all over i've lived in long island i've lived in detroit i lived in new mexico arizona california everywhere i love it in florida i love it i go to the beach yeah, almost every right. day dude yeah once you got legal weed at a place you're like i could stay here I could. right um, so oh and that another thing i wanted to ask you about was like okay this there is this very like punk not punk but like there is this very like vibe going on in the movie and i was wondering so how do you how did you choose what music to use how did you go about getting the music yeah i feel kind of silly calling it or like funny it's saying that it's like a punk movie too but i it's i get i feel like i don't know i don't know how else to describe the or like how to how, how else to like get in the direction because it, like it is aesthetic. like a very specific niche aesthetic like yeah it's like diy i don't know it's just like a gainesville vibe i feel like because gainesville is like it, well it's, it's a gritty it's got this city. crazy like theme of like this multimedia where he's working at a tape store he when him and his you know bad for him girlfriend do end up breaking up spoilers <laughs> yeah. guys she hands him a fucking mix cd yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, it's that kind of shit. <laughs> like uh, I have not seen a CD in years. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I know it's so dated. It's like, <laughs> I but say, it's weird I dated because it it's weird because it doesn't feel dated when you watch it. It lives sure. in its own. Okay, so it's almost like Clueless yeah. or something like that, where it lives in its own universe. So it never is dated. It's like a perfect. That's cool. You know, it's its own world. That feels cool. Yeah, that's cool to hear. Thank you. Um. So yeah the music uh i i i want the first movie i wanted to basically just use all gainesville bands because gainesville has a big music scene and uh um and so i did i basically did that um there was one maybe one or two guys that like were in and out like out of town or guys that were there a lot but um uh yeah that's kind of what i tried to do and like again it was such a no budget movie and i was just a kid so i was i literally like asked the bands if i could use it for nothing and they said yes that's Um, wild (laughs) so yeah uh which it was really cool being like you know it was like hey i am your neighbor that kind of thing so that was like i'm like damn he definitely paid for this music i wonder how much he paid for this yeah I thought that I, first. Like I was like, it must have been free, and I was like, no, like there's no way this is like local music. This sounds actually really good. No, I mean normally that would be true, but Gainesville is like a good music city that has yeah. like its own 
flavor. Yeah, the second movie I because it's like the second movie I made for like forty thousand bucks and I kickstarted it, and that's like a weird budget. And we can talk about that maybe another time or whatever. But like um, that, so I, I I had to pay for the, the the soundtrack of that movie for the songs on that one. Also, I wasn't a kid anymore, you know. And like yeah. I lost. It's like when you get some sort of legitimacy even though we had not we did we're, we're not like a legitimate production at all like that's not like a, <laughs> like a budget that is <laughs> reasonable or anything still when you get that legitimacy you lose the uh charity uh, yeah i feel like so uh, it, it made sense i still got it for really good affordable you know i like ma- yeah. everybody made it doable for me it, i wasn't like and so i just kind of tried to with both movies I tried to like, yeah, just capture the sound with the first one. Yeah, with New Low, I was like, I just want to like show, I wanted to make like a Woody Allen movie set in Gainesville with the stuff that I was like, the thoughts that I was kind of like uh, consumed by at the time. Yeah. That whole like, am I a piece of shit? Or like, am I a loser? Like, what, like, do I have potential? <laughs> like, all these things were weighing on me at the time. And, uh, and so, yeah, I just, I literally, my, idea with the movie like my goal for it or, or like objective with it was to make something that i would want to see like the most movie that i could want to see yeah and at the time that's what that it was it was this punk or like this kind of diy gritty aesthetic movie with like a gainesville soundtrack set in gainesville this town i loved but it was like a woody allen romantic comedy um so i love it and I, these three uh, characters are so uh <laughs> They're great because you kind of love and hate all of them. Yeah, sure. like, simultaneously. That's, that's or I did yeah. anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I was like, con- I could never decide whose side I was on. Damn, <laughs> that's, that's good stuff. It's complex. <laughs> Very complex. I'll take that. Um, I mean, you could definitely not be on my character side for yeah. most of the movie. <laughs> for, yeah. um, what are you going to do? Yeah. It's autobiographical, no big deal. <laughs> no, it's not. Really. No, it's not at all. At all. Uh, no. You are, my worst self. you are the nicest person. You would that's uh, why I guess maybe it was so funny to me because I'm just like Adam would never do my subconscious, I guess, or my like that's yeah. I just that's that's what I'm really thinking or something. But all all the no, witty no, like one liners, that those were accurate. That was a lot <laughs> of like crap I've heard in English class for four years. Like nice. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe you can make a movie one day. Yeah, totally. I had to do something with all these like little self deprecating thoughts and like yeah. I, jokes I had about myself in my head. So I just like I li- I actually did start like keeping a I keep like really psychotic documents, word mm-hmm. docs of things. And uh for this movie I I I had like a 40 page thing that was basically just like a bunch of lines and like nice. other ideas and stuff and like that were kind of of this category. Or like I I I, I like it's like you have so one of the reasons one of the ways I kind of like think about get ideas for movies is I just have so many ideas or I keep getting thoughts or observations or stuff whatever to myself that kind of all fall into a similar category or about pointing at a similar thing and once I get enough of those I'm like I it's like it becomes really hard to not write the movie yeah at least to try to get those thoughts out because otherwise yeah, I don't know. I, I keep crazy notes. 
Maybe, yeah, yeah, if it all has a theme or a, like, distinct voice to it, which, like, a lot of stuff doesn't. Like, that's why I don't watch a lot of stuff, because even new stuff totally. that's so good or whatever. It's like, yeah, the graphics are good and maybe even the writing's okay, but it's not good. It's just, like, trying to check all these boxes. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, it's, I think it's, I think, like, I agree, like, a lot of movies these days feels like they just don't have like a personality kind of like they're written by like an algorithm yeah totally everything <laughs> sounds the same for sure yeah i mean there's still some good stuff but let's see here let's see here yes i okay. love all the eating out of dumpsters i love <laughs> love it love it love it that was like so true to california to me i used to go to this pizza place off of abbott kenny cool. and um they would always bring out pizza at the end of the night which amazing was cool. were you like um like uh in like cross punk world at all is that no but i just you know i was just walking around eating peyote oh nice like i don't dude i just i literally got on a plane and like went to los angeles and called my parents and was like i'm at lax <laughs> you're crazy <laughs> they were so pissed they were so pissed and i had an apartment like two blocks from here girl. actually and they were like what do you want us to do with all this stuff in your apartment i'm like i don't know 10 years later i came back i, oh, I just boy. gotta get the fuck out of here <laughs> that's cool that's, I, I mean you know what, how old were you when you did that like 22 that's cool i'm gonna say 23 maybe it's very funny 22 year old thing to do to like just leave <laughs> and like then call your parents and stuff uh, i was dating some guy that called himself a shaman that was <laughs> it was that face you know of course we've all had yeah. our shaman face that face yeah but i love okay so when it finally comes to a head between well first okay first they go to the food not bombs meeting i'm talking about that first and i think it's so funny like why did you pick that like what is that just random i don't know i would no i mean i food not bombs was a thing that 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 place where we shot that the civic media center they had food not bombs meetings that's wild and yeah it was just like they had a lot of meetings like activism <laughs> meetings and stuff there all the time it's a place for meetings <laughs> um, yeah i don't know i just that was like the one i could think of that was like a uh activism thing it wasn't yeah. activism was not as big back in the day and like there wasn't as many groups and like it was i don't know i don't i don't remember like ever hearing about the like the dsa the democratic socialists of america like that's like a big thing now i never heard about that in gainesville like if you were a radical like if you were in like radical politics and stuff you did like food not bombs and yeah i don't i don't, I don't know how i mean i'm sure there was stuff that i just was <laughs> there was yeah. probably was like a big presence of the dsa there and i just never noticed or something oh i, I know no yeah. i know what you mean i'm um, florida's like hopefully slowly turning, you know, the tide. Mm, yeah. I miss it. I miss Florida. Um, and I totally, my wife and I have actually had that like conversation. We don't, yeah, it's like in California. Um, well, we live in Orange County now. So that's like a little bit. That's cool. Less of a, a pro 
progressive city. I don't know. LA has like so many problems, but um, I know it's so it's bad. It's an, it, the city is insane. It's the city council and like the mayor and stuff. They're just like really bad. How it is now. It wasn't like blocks and blocks of RVs and stuff like that. That started yeah, happening as I was leaving. When the when I came back, I was like, oh, this is bad. And then when I finally like settled back into society and I like Googled Venice Beach, I was like, whoa. <laughs> what happened to los angeles holy shit oh, yeah totally bad and like dr drew saying that they're about to have typhus and it's going to be like the next oh black god. plague oh my god yeah and the homeless like yeah. or unhoused like people's communities yeah. um yeah like echo park is just like all tents now and it's it's really upsetting they had the mayor had this fucking like uh program to they have there's so many vacancies right now in la that's the really fucked up thing about all this stuff is the housing market and, and everything is why there's so many homeless people or a big reason why there's so many homeless people is because there's you can't afford housing. It's like so expensive right. in L.A. But a lot of it is like real estate, like luxury condos that are full of pe like people who don't like even live in uh, areas, you know, like that, that like or like don't they don't like live there. They barely are there right um and nobody can afford these condos a lot of them are like people from like china like yeah. rich people from china like putting the money in a property in a u.s property but not even ever going there exactly so like because it's easy it's better than putting it in like a chinese bank yeah it, and so like the city's getting more and more full of these things and like this the government does won't like the the la government doesn't they they just keep adding to the problem and stuff and like and so like the mayor had this uh program to get unhoused people in hotel in the vacancies and stuff and there's a lot of hotel vacancies and everything too with covid and they're like barely have done it and it's just like a completely unfulfilled program that yeah. just is sitting there and they just all they do they just police so hard in la and that's what his solution is. Like the but the budget for this for the city this year was like the police LAPD got like ten times more than any other thing in the city, and they just like fly helicopters all all night for like just to justify the using them for their budget so they don't like get them taken away or like oh my God. they don't get a lower budget the next year. They just do. It's just like this really fucked up. Oh, that's a nice vibe situation yeah i'm really going on a tear right now but uh, well no i'm saying serious. like I, that's when i see a helicopter here uh that's what i start thinking of is that whole like um dystopian flint michigan they don't give a shit about you fuck kind of yeah like yeah. The, well it's true though and i don't think it matters if we live in california or florida it, it's so scary <laughs> but and okay so just this, this will bring us like circle back around because sure. that's where with your movie i did feel like it was bordering like florida project vibes i know that it's like what i, I don't know what it was meant to be is like her eating out of the dumpster and her obsession with being a grunge punk kind of but yeah that is a real thing and it is kind of born you know some people do it just because it's like the subculture of music but it is born of this um inherent understanding of like anarchy and nihilism and the corruption of the system and wastefulness recycling and everything so um i found that really interesting that you were like touching on that like so long ago and oh, thanks. 
it's just wild but that's another movie where the florida project where like you see helicopters going by like yeah. they notice the helicopters yeah and it fucking freaked me out it was for yeah um oh yeah i mean that's really uh like yeah i, I never thought i'd hear the, the movies com- compare be compared to florida project um but that's amazing that movie is awesome um but yeah like the COVID isn't when COVID or during the protests mm-hmm. this year, like the police presence got really totalitarian feeling in LA because yeah. nobody was leaving. Like nobody was around, especially in those first, like that first part of the, the pandemic, like nobody was out on the streets and stuff. And, but cop co- cops were, and just kind of like stalking the neighborhoods and stuff like that. And helicopters were constantly over our house, basically once when the once the protest started until we moved out of LA in like August. Oh my god, that's but, great! I, I know that, and that's yeah, the thing with sorry. DeSantis. No, it's okay. It's just fucking <laughs> it's De- DeSantis is trying to or is passing. He's trying to pass a law so that you can shoot protesters run them over with a vehicle That's you can amazing. because they don't have to be a protester they just have to be looting but there mm-hmm. doesn't have to be evidence it's right. just like right. yeah it's just like call it as you see it kind of you know keep yeah. our streets safe like we're not going to tolerate crime so i know it's we'll, like, we'll, we'll fix the rest of the state it just takes time yeah yeah once the boomers die, there's so many boomers in florida i feel like I they're like know. once they die but they're boomers. yeah they're all going out and catching the covid anyway oh yeah that's their favorite thing to do yeah well it's crazy that like that response like or when, once you start thinking about crime working class crime and poor like done by poor people and shit like once you start realizing that it's it's like a systemic problem and it's not or whatever and that's like racism <laughs> that's, yeah you know so it's yeah it's like that it, I, I i don't know I, I it's cool it's it's been cool actually like with social media and stuff to be because i dumpster diving and stuff and, and the 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 politic the political stuff that's in the movie is something that i was into so that's why i put it in the movie i wanted to make them yeah I wanted to see. so like but it's and I remember I kind of wondered I, I was like is he poking like I was I was like wondering oh, like it's like are you poking fun at this genre or were like you was yeah earnestly into that at that time I get that um <laughs> yeah I uh I was earnestly into it and I was just that's to me is com- comedy is a lot of it is like you know saying the opposite of what you mean or like making fun of something that you take seriously that kind of stuff uh, and, but yeah it's been cool like that since that time i remember feeling like you feel like very isolated when you have progressed or back in the day before the internet and social media having progressive politics you felt very isolated um and it was you're just because pete nobody's getting that information because the media is for corporations and you didn't have social media and twitter well, and stuff like that so you know like yeah jesus like that fucking scene in your movie where she comes this so the new girl that Wendell's interested in who's smart and like she comes in and rents a dvd of an environmental flick and it's like i just sat there for a minute thinking oh my god to have to like actually rent a dvd and not be (laughs) able to like i I need to choose from like 50 because that one's probably garbage like 
just yeah. the information that was so minute like there was so hard to find stuff back then like you didn't just have like all this information at your fingertips for sure yeah it's it's it is crazy the idea of like getting your in your car or whatever like going to the store and renting a movie and like coming back and then watching it and then bringing it back but even and just like, like but even not just for entertainment but like trying to learn like you're yeah. trying to like inform yourself and then but how many filters of like people's hands that have a, an agenda have been on that you know before right. it even totally. comes to you it's crazy you know like there's just this huge wall that gets taken down once we have access to the internet or seemingly you know yeah for sure no I think it's yeah it's pretty amazing I feel like to be to live in a time where there's so many people that like get like see it like it like see the it, reality and it, it genuinely know? concerned me I, when she was holding that dvd i was thinking i'm like what if she watches that and then she forms her opinion based around all these videos she's seeing but like that's not the full picture like yeah she, totally. <laughs> i mean that definitely happened a lot all the time I'm sorry <laughs> like constantly no no that's okay well like yeah to, to do all that to do all that work just to get to watch like this dry environmental documentary is like <laughs> that's how time just was passed slower i guess or something back even like 15 years ago yeah um but yeah, yeah. it's uh, i like the yeah internet. but like but it's just like california versus florida it's same you know new place new problems like just for wendell it's yeah. new girl new problems like <laughs> Hey, man. He yeah he, th he thinks that everything is going to be solved once he starts dating this girl but what he doesn't yes. realize is that he's just you know not dealing with his own bullshit <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. although she's like super hateable okay i'll tell yeah that's a good an, uh, an interpretation of <laughs> like, i don't know i just hate her character so much that's that's I fair i mean yeah because she's like oh you're so fucking great yeah yeah i mean yeah i, hear you. I, hear I don't you. like how i really don't like how she treats wendell at the end and then there's uh, a, okay. like a yeah. surprise ending and i won't ruin it because go watch the movie oh yeah um yeah she'd be like woke scolding people and stuff if yeah. it was like today um i get what you're saying but also on yeah. that that place where they were doing like recycling i can cut this out not recycling but like gardening that co-op oh, i was yeah. thinking they probably have really good mushrooms there Ooh, really nice. really good manure you're right in gainesville totally Mushroom i used to live across paradise. from uh the cow fields at the uf cow fields before my kid was born i wanted to one of my things i wanted to do was do peyote in the desert because i've never done peyote and um i've done mushrooms and i acid but um yeah like that seems cool is do you like peyote yeah that's cool, that's cool. yeah it's fun <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> i've had a weird yeah. a very very psychedelic life apparently like it just i don't know what happened nothing. it just happened it just happened to me and yeah. i was like it, so that's something i'm just like coming to terms with yeah which is like stupid i know that's like day one kind of shit no that's cool <laughs> what i really like actually is when people who want to make you know ha have the right beliefs and stuff like that when they make stuff that's like satirical or whatever or like when they make a thing about like the opposite of what they mm -hmm. like like there's this movie sallow have you heard of that mm -mm. it's this italian art house movie from the 70s and um it's made by pier paolo pasolini and it's 
basically like um about the leaders of it's it takes place during the brief state uh fascist state of Salo, which germany okay. set up in italy uh like right before the end of the world uh world war ii mm-hmm. and there was so there was like a totalitarian state in this in this in this uh state sallow and uh um they it, so the movie is about the four heads of, of the state like the president the head of police the head of Ooh. banking and the head of somebody else um they or like the head uh priest or whatever prime minister they it's basically epstein epstein shit like okay. they have a mansion and they bring a bunch of uh kids or teenagers from sallow and they bring them in and they force them to do a bunch of sex shit and it's like this really shocking art house movie but it's like an incredible satire um it's like a horror movie it's like very intense and and uh hard to watch but it's also like bizarre and like and absurd right um and and pasolini is like an anarchist and uh so he's making he makes movies about fascism from an anarchist perspective but it's like it's following fascist characters right it's not like following the resistance against it it's just like salo is them like getting away with it right and it's that kind of shit where you're just it like shocks you so much that it's i don't know this yeah i like that's cool yeah Um, yeah definitely Uh, yeah absolutely absolutely yeah it's a crazy movie check it out Oh yeah, I will. I'm gonna write it down. Actually, I mean, good. it's a very—I don't know—it's a wild movie, so I feel weird like recommending it. <laughs> <laughs> Go watch this snuff okay. film. No, yeah, I, I'm a fucked up person. I literally before right, cool. I got on here with you, I was watching Eugenia Cooney. That's that's wild stuff. Yeah, it's I, fucked up. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. Sallow is how it's pronounced. S a l o. Yeah, I'm very intrigued by that type of story, making a, a like a hard, like a really int- big satire. But I've made yeah. like that's something that I, I don't know. That's like I do like the sincere, or I've done like the straight or straightforward rather like approach, just making the thing that you want. Definitely, uh, that's wild. I, w- we can talk nostalgia because I thought it would be fun. I really liked Seinfeld and The Simpsons, like good Simpsons seasons of The Simpsons, of course. Yeah, um, of course. But uh, and yeah, I I liked comedies and and stuff like that, and then I liked bad punk bands. And, and I didn't, I wasn't, I like, I, I like wrote scripts when I was in high school with, uh, I had like a writing partner, Nick, shout out Nick. We wrote comedy scripts. They were like, kind of like Billy Madison. Like that was kind of the stuff I liked, you know? That's um, cool. uh, <laughs> and, uh, and then, yeah, but I didn't, I don't know. I kind of was just like, uh, I didn't really have a super, I wasn't, I didn't have a ton of ambition or anything like that. Um, <laughs> And, and I, cause I just didn't know what it was to do. And I just like, whatever. And, but yeah, then I, when I moved to Gainesville, I don't know, being like, being in a, in an inspire or a place that feels like it's real to you and like you connect with it and there's something there. It was like, you know, it was like being in an inspiring place. So I think I just kind of, I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't see, I couldn't see the movie, like a movie or whatever until I was in that in in that place where i felt like connected to it and like proud of being a part of it with its unique color and like and uh community and stuff like that and like seeing like a woody allen seeing like annie hall and being like oh shit like this is like seinfeld annie hall is like a legitimately funny movie and like and seeing a legitimately funny movie it was like smart and it was in 
in in like a cinematic way it was made like I, I hadn't seen like a cinematic comedy like that before like I'd seen like Rushmore and stuff which was good but it was like a real 70s sort of like just a realistic feeling but artistic movie there was just something about that where I was like I yeah it kind of blew my mind when I first saw it and and I think I was just in this place where I was like I wanted to it was like a place I wanted to share with in through a movie or like with the world like world you know sparked yeah okay you have you wrote directed and starred in it like at what point I'm always curious did you have any bottom lines where you were like you know I'm not comfortable like giving creative control over on xyz or were you wanting help or yeah i mean i acted in it like it just felt like it was such a so me that i that i felt like it was it was going to be hard to find somebody that could do it that that did it the way i wanted it to and i just felt like i had limited options with actors because i didn't know anybody and i was just like a kid and stuff and it's just like whoever i knew i could ask um so for that i like I didn't like really want to act in it. I just like did it kind of out of necessity. And yeah, like I just, it was fun to make it. We got, yeah, this is something maybe we could talk about more another time, but like uh, it was fun to make it uh, um, with friends. I just literally made, made it how I was able to make it with like the people I was able to. And I just did everything that I, I just pretty much did everything myself because it was like a free thing. Or like I wasn't paying friends or whatever. They were just like helping out. So. Wasn't because you were like a crazy control freak. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> I like desperately <laughs> wanted help actually. <laughs> okay. I was like, wondering. This sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. My parents like came up and like visited or like visited me while I was making it. And they said they they just saw me like laying in bed, like just drenched in sweat in the middle of summer, just like with a bunch of papers around me, just exhausted. <laughs> like one of the off days they're like are you okay (laughs) but yeah anyway um yeah thank you thank you we can yeah let's talk about it like we'll thank you one more another time because i had a really good time hell yeah thank you so much for letting me pick your brain and thank you for wanting to yes i'm gonna put links for everybody and the episode title and all that and if people want to find you where if do you want people to find you i uh yeah um, I, I just started, a, I have a pretty new podcast as well called Men on Film, which I, I'm getting like, <laughs> that's one of those names that like gets more and more annoying <laughs> and, like, less annoying every time I think about it. So I'm pretty pumped about that. But uh, yeah, that's like a movie discussion podcast as well. And, yes. and I'm, on, I'm on Twitter and all that stuff. So Yes, perfect. Um, so go check out Men on Film. Um, so you. I mean, we cover some really, really bad movies and stuff, um, but. Sallows. There's a sallow episode. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Cool. All right. Thank you so much, Adam. I'll see you soon or I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk soon.
This means too much to me. 